Alright, okay, okay, what's up everybody, Zelda Talks Facts right here, gonna spit some facts, like always of course. Uh, this is my uh, election, I hope you guys are doing good today, it's a very nice day outside where I am. I'm actually doing my episode in my room right now, got the AC on, gonna drink, uh, drink some water, let me take a quick sip. Get those vocal cords going, and if I can get the cap off, there we go. Excuse me. Okay, there we go, now I'm hydrated and ready to go, alright. So this is my NFL 2020 season week four predictions. Let's jump right into it. So tomorrow night, Thursday night football. We got two teams right now that I haven't picked at all this year to win a game. Both teams that are 0-3. Both teams that are complete and utter trash. The Denver Broncos take on the New York Jets. Oh boy. So for the Broncos, we know that Brett Ripon, however you say his last name, is starting. So no Blake Bortles. Kind of shocked that he's not starting. Uh, for the Broncos, uh, we'll see how that turns out. I mean, this whole thing—it's just been like I, I saw a lot of promise in the Broncos this season. I saw as like them as like a sleeper this year because Drew Locke entering his first season, first full season, you know. But I think where I really started to like get the Broncos out of the equation is when is when Von Miller went down. We I mean, you know he's out for the season, and Drew Locke's out for a few weeks after he got hurt against the Steelers. When Drew Locke went down, that's where I knew they were done. Like, when Von Miller got hurt, I thought, okay, maybe the Broncos can survive a little bit. But once Drew Locke went down, pfft, all hope is lost for them. They might go on full-out tank and get Trevor Lawrence. Who knows? I mean, like I've always said, tanking's a sin. But, I mean, I don't think the Broncos are, you know, intending, or that was their intention to tank at all. You know, they legit could have been up there. Not as contenders, but maybe a wild-card spot. Because we know Drew Locke, he played good last season. You know, he could have had a huge breakout year right here, but... Just didn't work that way. He'll be back in a couple weeks, so we'll see what happens. But and we know what the Jets though, they're just a dumpster fire, the Jets. They've been a dumpster fire ever since they made it to the, the last time they made it to the playoffs. After the 2010 season, they've only had one good season since then. That was the 2015 season. And if they would have beaten the Bills, if they would have beaten the Bills in the last week of the season, they would have made it to the playoffs. And I wanted the Jets to make it to the playoffs. Ryan Fitzpatrick was having the best year of his career. You know, usually he'd been like kind of like a journeyman, you know. We didn't know if he was good or not. He had a really good season. The Jets legit had a chance to make it to the playoffs. I don't know if they would have gotten far, but they would have deserved to make it. They played very good that season, especially after they had that huge win against New England. Before, I think it was like, was it after Christmas? I think it was after Christmas. Yeah, it was after Christmas. It was a huge win for them. I thought, they might make the playoffs, but then they lost to the Bills. And I was like, wow. They were one game away. I forgot who they would have played. I don't know who they would have played in the playoffs. They probably could have won the wild card game, but they probably would have ran into, like, Denver and New England in the divisional game, and I don't know about that, to be honest. But listen, you know, I got love for the Jets. I'm a big playoffs with you guys. You know, I know a lot of Jet. I have a lot of friends who are Jet fans, and I got love for the Jets. I do. It really is a shame that Adam Gase is ruining this team. He's, you know, the Jets were bad before Gase came in. They were. But they had a lot of promise, you know, with Sam Donald entering his second season last year and getting Le'Veon Bell. You know, they had promise right there. They seriously, seriously did. But Adam Gase has completely ruined that culture. And I am picking the Jets to get their first win tonight. It's just the thing is, how much more does it take to get this guy to get fired? How much more losing? Because if the Jets, if they lose tonight, because I see them as the better team. 
than the Broncos. Definitely the better team. By a mile. If they lose to Denver, Gase has to be fired. He's got to be fired right now after the game. If they lose. That's what, that's what I think has to happen. Actually, no, that's what has to happen. It, it seriously does. Like, if the Jets lose tomorrow, tomorrow night, if they lose tomorrow night, you got to fire Gase. You have to do it. I mean, even if they win, they might fire him. Some, some coaches get fired even after a win, which I always thought was kind of stupid, but I'm going with the Jets. They haven't had a lead all season. All season. They're the only team this year that hasn't had a lead in any game. They didn't have a lead against the Bills, the Niners, or the, the Colts. They've been so bad. And I don't blame Sam Darnold. It's Adam Gase. Darnold did much better under Todd Bowles. We know Todd Bowles is more of a defensive coach. You know what I mean? That's why he, you know, he's more like you know defensive mind. You know what I mean? But Sam Darnold did better when Bowles was around. That's all I'm saying, man. You got to get rid of Gase. They should have just hired Cliff Kingsbury. <laughs> Look how he's turned around the Cardinals. But that, that's on them. That's on the Jets. That's what they got to live with. All right, so then we get to our Sunday games. We got... We got the uh, Indianapolis Colts taking on the Chicago Bears, the 3-0 Chicago Bears. So I'm going to go with the Bears in this one. I'm going to predict they're going to stay undefeated. But, oh, my God, last week was definitely, or this Sunday was definitely something, or on Sunday was definitely something with the Bears coming back down 26-10 to against the Falcons. And it was after they benched Trubisky. So Nick Foles is now the starting quarterback of the Bears, which I've been saying he should be the starting quarterback. I've been saying that. Ever since the season, before the season started, what a comeback, though, for the Bears. It's just the Falcons choking again. They choked back-to-back weeks against my Dallas Cowboys and now the Chicago Bears. See, right there, now the Bears, I see them I see them as contenders now. The reason why I see it, it's not because of the comeback. Well, actually, it mostly is because of the comeback last week. It's because of Nick Foles. Because that's what you're going to get out of him right there. He stepped up to the plate, and he was... He took his, you know, I'm not sure to reference baseball, but it's like he had a bat in his hand. And he was just hitting moonshots. That's what it felt like right there. Because I watched towards the end of the game before the Cowboys game came on. They, they showed the Bears and Falcons game. And I was watching the rest of the comeback. And I was just really impressed. I was like, wow. Not because of the Falcons choking. That's a huge comeback right there, right, you know, for the Bears. Especially Nick Foles now being the starting quarterback. Let's see how he does now in his first full game as a Bear against the Colts. And the Colts, you know, they're not, they're not a slouch team. They're 2-1 right now. You know, Rivers versus Foles. Let's see what happens. I'm sticking with the Bears. I believe they're going to stay undefeated. But now if Foles is the quarterback the rest of the way, they are contenders. They are contenders. I'm not saying they're going to win the North. Okay, still got to deal with Aaron Rodgers. The Lions, I mean, they're 1-2. They're not really a threat. The Vikings are not even a threat because they're 0-3. So... Yeah, so the Bears, they, they, they could win the North, but I don't believe they will. I still, I still believe that's the Packers division. Definitely the Packers division. But you know what? Trubisky might be done now. Because now he just got benched in the third game. They made the right move. And Matt Nagy said he's the starting quarterback this Sunday, Foles. Smart decision. Let's hope Foles shows up. Because I, I, I do like Nick Foles. I do. He's, he's had a weird career. He really has, but I, I root for him because you know what? I like him. Hopefully, he keeps it going. I hope he does. 
Our next game we'll talk about, this game got postponed for this Sunday, but we're going to talk about it anyway. Because they said there's a makeup date for the Steelers and Titans game. It either might be Monday night, so we might, we might, we might have two Monday night games, or it'll be Tuesday night. I know you could say, oh, why don't, you just, why don't you talk about that last? Well, let's just get it out of the way. So we got Steelers and the Titans. The reason why the game is postponed for this Sunday is because um, eight members in the Titans organization, three players and five staff members, tested positive for COVID, and they've shut down the facility till Saturday. So hopefully to everyone to everyone that tested positive there for the Titans, hope they have a speedy recovery. I really do, because that's, that's, that's some scary shit right there. That's the first big blow right now in the NFL. Hopefully this doesn't continue. Let's just hope that was the one thing right there we see a COVID and that's it you know and let's hope to the Titan staff members and to the players that uh, that have COVID hope they have a speedy recovery seriously please we don't need any more people getting sick and dying please we don't need any more of that in this world please you know I hope they get healthy very very soon I do alright so back to the game which like we said like I said might happen or like they've said might happen on Monday or Tuesday, I'm going to pick the Titans to win this game. Whenever it does happen, even even if it gets postponed to a different, or even if it gets rescheduled to a different week, I'm still going to go with the Titans for right now. If the game if the game happens in this football week, I'm going with the Titans, and if it gets rescheduled, well then we'll talk about it then, because things can be different. But right now, I am going with the Titans. They have really impressed me this year. They're 3-0. Did not expect them to be undefeated. They've been playing very good football. They did escape beating the Vikings last game. But all I can say is, this team is definitely something special. That's why I said, I mentioned, you know, there was no shame in losing in the championship game last season because they were going to come back even stronger. And Tannehill, he looks really good. Derrick Henry's a tank. The Titans' defense doesn't look that bad. They look pretty good. Let's see if they keep it going. You know, no respect towards the Steelers at all, but this is like the Steelers' first big threat in a way in the undefeated Titans. you got two undefeated teams right here. So, for right now, I'm going to go with the Titans. All right, next we got the Jags versus the Bengals. So, I was really surprised that the Jags lost to the Dolphins on Thursday Night Football last week. That really surprised me. I thought the Jags were going to be 2-1 because I am picking them to beat the Bengals, and I really thought they were going to be 3-1 after week 4. I seriously thought they were going to be, but this is not the case. But uh, I am going with the Jags in this one. The Bengals tied with the Eagles last week, 23-23. I was like, what the hell? So there's our first tie of the year. I was like, wow, 23-23, Bengals and Eagles right there. It's a shame Burrow hasn't gotten his first win yet. Which is a shame. He's not going to get it against the Jags. I'm just going to say that. They came pretty close to beating the Eagles, the Bengals. And people could say, hey, that Joe Burrow's career is, you know, ruined everything. No, it's not. It, things take time. Things take time. Burrow is going to be a star in this league. It just doesn't happen overnight. It takes time. Sometimes it's going to take a couple years. Not everybody could turn out like Patrick Mahomes. You know, in his first full season, he throws over, to, over 50 touchdowns and gets the MVP. And then wins a Super Bowl the next year. It's not like that. Or even like Lamar Jackson, his first full season winning the MVP. It's, it, it doesn't work that way. You know, some quarterbacks, it takes a lot more time. It might take time for Burrow. You also need weapons, too. And you need an O-line to protect you. That's what you need. The Bengals will be a good team in a couple years. They definitely will be. You got to give it time. You got to trust that process right there. That's what you got to do. 
But I am going with the Jags in this game. Let's just see what happens. All right, next we got the Cleveland Browns against my Dallas Cowboys. So the Browns right here, they have been, you know, they've they got their first winning record now since 2014. It was the first time in six years the Browns have had a winning record. It's actually not, not, not a winning record. Um, I think it was when they won back-to-back games. Wait, was it a winning record or back-to-back wins? It's either, it's either or. I don't remember what it was. But so far, the Browns, I mean, this season, they look, you know, they look good so far, I guess you could say. You know, they got destroyed by Baltimore. They barely beat Cincy. And they beat Washington. So, I mean, I don't know. They're like a big question mark. Are they good? Are they not good? Here's the thing. I am going to pick them over my Dallas Cowboys. I'm picking the Browns to beat us because our secondary is hot ass. Our defense sucks. If you can't stop the Seahawks offense, I'm not trying to compare the Seahawks offense to the Browns offense. The reason why is because you're facing OBJ and Jarvis Landry. If you, you really think you're going to stop them after you couldn't stop DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett, I know those are different receivers. I understand that. But OBJ and Jarvis Landry, they're a different breed, especially, especially OBJ. And I know we know OBJ. We know him. We know him. Of course, we know him. But I feel like the Browns are gonna torch us. We're gonna make we're gonna make Baker Mayfield look like Patrick Mahomes in this game. That's what I'm feeling. And I was right about the Seahawks beating my Cowboys. So I feel like the Browns are gonna beat us. I feel like the Cowboys need so much help on defense. It's not even funny. Like Demarcus Lawrence, ever since he got paid last year, he hasn't done jack fucking shit. He's done nothing but collect a paycheck. He's done nothing. He's done absolutely nothing. The only one that the only person that showed up on defense. There's actually two people. We got Alvin Smith, who could win the comeback player of the year because he leads the league in sacks. So he has been something. And I really question that signing over there after, you know, after the old issues he's had. But he's really rectified and he's been amazing. We know we're gonna get Randy Gregory back pretty soon. I believe it's gonna it's gonna be against Washington who'll come back on the 25th of next month. Um and the other person I talk about showing up is uh, Trayvon Diggs. You know, he's young, he is good. He is good. I like him. You know, of course, you're going to get torched from time to time. It's his first season. But I like him. He's going to be something He's going to be something special for us. But the Cowboys offense, no problem at all. The offense has been good this year. Prescott so far is having a good season. Like, what else more can Prescott do? What else more does he have to do? Prescott's not a bad quarterback. He is not a bad quarterback. I'm not saying that because I'm a Cowboys fan. He is not a bad quarterback. People should realize that. If you're even a casual football fan who has a rationalized brain, you know Prescott is a top quarterback in this league. He's definitely top 10. The guy has thrown almost 500 yards the last two games. They barely beat Atlanta. And look at the game Prescott had against Seattle. Yeah, he threw two picks right there in the pick at the end. That's not his fault, though. The defense, the defense is the one allowing 38 points. That ain't Prescott's fault. He's doing everything he can. You cannot blame Prescott. It's easy to blame a quarterback in general. It's so easy to do that. But he's not the one allowing those points. I mean, come on. I don't want to get too much into the Cowboys. I don't want to make this a Cowboys episode. <laughs> but I'm going with the Browns in this one. I really don't want, I don't want to go one and three, obviously. Even though I know our division sucks, and I still believe we can win that division. But Jerry Jones has to wake up and make some moves on defense. I know we're getting Randy Gregory back soon. I know Van Der Esch eventually will come back. Maybe I don't know when Sean Lee's coming back. We know Awuji is hurt. 
I just don't know. I really don't know. I, I mean, part of me feels like we will beat the Browns, but in reality, the Browns are the better team. They are. Hopefully, the pressure gets to them. Hopefully, we're able to get to them. I really hope. I really hope so. All right, on to the next game. We got the we got the New Orleans Saints against the Detroit Lions. Both teams are at one and two right now. The Saints coming off a pretty bad loss to the Packers. I did pick Green Bay to win. And the Lions come, come off with a huge upset win over the Cardinals. That was big right there for Detroit. Detroit has a huge, huge chance. They should have a winning record right now. Right now. If, um, if they would have made the catch, I forgot who it was. I don't know if it was Swift right there who dropped the ball against the Bears in the end zone in week one. That would have been the game-winning touchdown. Detroit should be 2-1. They should be 2-1 right now, but they're 1-2. And I don't know if Michael Thomas is playing this Sunday, but I am going to pick the Saints to win this game. You know, they came close to beating the Packers. They did. They played a really good game. Alvin Kamara played a really good game against Green Bay. He really did. He carried that offense the whole game. Kamara is... Chris Collinsworth thinks that Kamara is a top back in this league, like the number one running back. He's not the number one running back, Kamara. He's definitely up there, but he's not number one. Definitely not number one. Come on. He ain't number one. You know that Collinsworth. He's not number one. He's a really good running back. He's definitely up there, but he's not number one. Unless he wins the MVP this year or fucking has the most rushing yards for a running back or whatever. He just goes completely off every single game. And sure, but he's not the best running back in the NFL. Definitely not. But I got the Saints over the Lions. All right, next game here, we got the Seattle Seahawks against the Miami Dolphins. Uh, Like I mentioned... The Dolphins, I did not expect them to beat the Jags last Thursday on Thursday Night Football. I did not expect it at all. Huge win right there. You know, Fitzpatrick, I thought, played a pretty good game. You know what I mean? Overall, he is. He's always going to be an average quarterback in my eyes. You know, despite the great year he had in 2015 with the Jets, which was very magical, to be honest. He'll always be an average quarterback. He, he always will be. If he always He always will be. Um, I am going to go with the Seahawks in this one. You know, the Seahawks, um, 3-0 right now. You know, their, their defense is kind of questionable right now, even though Jamal Adams, he got hurt in the last game. I can't stand Jamal Adams because he is a whining bitch. You know, how he demanded a trade from the Jets. He's just, he's an asshole, Adams. He's just, he just is. Complaining on the sideline, limping around. I'm like, Oh my god, I hope someone just like runs into him fucking runs him over. Like Jesus Christ. He's on the field, obviously. I'm not talking about out there in real life. I'm talking about on the field. I hope someone just fucking boom runs right into him. Just shuts him up. He's an he's an asshole. He's an asshole. <sighs> I just can't I just can't stand him. But I'm gonna go up to Seahawks this game, you know. Also Wilson in three games right now, he's earned my MVP vote for him. Because he is just amazing. He doesn't get talked about enough, Russell Wilson. It's amazing throughout his whole career. He's never gotten one MVP vote. Not one. Not one. I don't know how the hell you cannot consider him an MVP candidate. He is amazing, Russell Wilson. He can arguably be the best quarterback in the NFL. You can say, oh, what about Tom Brady? I'm talking about reality. It's reality, though. You can say, oh, Brady's got six rings. Okay, good for Brady. But look at Russell Wilson. Look at Russell Wilson's talent. You can't compare rings with that. Look how Russell Wilson is consistent every single year. He doesn't make much mistakes. He doesn't throw many interceptions. He's kind of like Rodgers in a way. He doesn't throw many interceptions. doesn't make many mistakes. The guy is one of the best QB minds to ever exist in the NFL. Him and Rodgers both. <laughs> These guys do not make mistakes. 
I will go to war for Russell Wilson saying, you know what, he is the best quarterback in the NFL right now. I think he is. You could say over over Mahomes. Uh, yeah, I get what you could say about Mahomes, sure, but I go Russell Wilson. I really do. People forget how good Russell Wilson really is. And I think, you know, even though we're only coming up on the fourth game right here and they should definitely beat the, the Dolphins, Russell Wilson has to get an MVP vote. He just has to. He just has to. It's really just crazy that he's never gotten one. It's just, it, it really is amazing. But I got the Seahawks in this game against the Dolphins. And like I said, he's got my MVP vote right now. All right, now we got the L.A. Chargers against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And I'll tell you another thing I was shocked about. I was pretty shocked that the L.A. Chargers lost to the the Panthers on Sunday. I was, like, very surprised, you know, even though Herbert played another good game. It just wasn't enough. The Panthers were able to sneak out of there with a huge win. So now the Chargers, they probably thought they saw the last of Brady. Mm-mm, not yet. <laughs> this game, I feel like it's going to be a pretty good game, to be honest. I'm going to go with the... I'm going to go with the Bucks. I'm going to go with the Bucks in this game. You know, ever since the Bucks lost their first game, they have looked a little bit better, you know. Obviously, we know Brady, he's a game manager right there. He is a system quarterback, whether you like it or not. You know, he's he's adapting to the Bucks system. You know, they've won the last two games. They beat Carolina, and they beat Denver. You know, I mean, Carolina... I still I see Carolina as a tough team, you know, even when even when McCaffrey's not there. They are still a tough team in my eyes. The Broncos, I mean the Broncos are terrible, so <laughs> you're expected to win that game right there. But this is a tough this is gonna be a big challenge right here. The Chargers, you know, despite what you wanna say, they have a good squad, despite being one and two, you know, and they should have beaten the Chiefs, and you could say they should have beaten the Panthers. They still have a good squad. They could beat the Bucks. They definitely could. They're not better than the Bucks, but they definitely can beat them. They definitely can get to Brady. Of course, they can easily get to Brady. But Brady knows them pretty well. He definitely does. Brady's been kicking the Chargers rear end forever. Forever. I'm sure Charger fans are like, oh, God, we got to face Brady now. That's a lot of nightmares right there. And hopefully the Chargers can beat them. So Charger fans can be happy. But I'm going with the Bucks in this game. And I feel like, let me take a sip of water. I feel like this is a big game for Brady to go off in. Because you're facing, like I said, the Chargers, they have a good defense. They have a good squad all around. This is a big chance for him right here against a good team. Against a good team, despite them being 1-2, it's a good chance for him to go off. Definitely a good chance. Definitely a good chance right there, but I'm going with the Bucks. All right. Here we go. We got the Ravens, the Baltimore Ravens against the Washington football team. The Ravens are 13-point favorites in this game. 13 points. Damn, I'm going with the Ravens, obviously, you know. I definitely got to go with the Ravens in this one, you know. Not because they're 13-point favorites. This is a big game right here for Lamar Jackson to get a lot of redemption after losing to the Chiefs, and he looked bad against the Chiefs. The Ravens in general, they look terrible against the Chiefs, against a very good Kansas City Chiefs team, of course, defending Super Bowl champs. They looked awful. They looked awful against them. 
Like, oh my god, did they look bad. They, they seriously look terrible. You know, despite only losing by two touchdowns, we could say it's not that bad. They just look terrible the whole game. They just really looked bad. But I think the Ravens, it's a huge chance, even though you're facing a very bad Washington team. Everybody's saying, oh, Washington, and if they're starting season one, oh, don't sleep on, don't sleep on the football team. <laughs> yeah, no, you guys still suck. You guys still suck. Please, just stop it. You guys are still terrible. So the Ravens, I believe they're going to destroy Washington, and they should. On paper, they should destroy these guys. They should run roughshod on these guys. I mean, come on. That's what you have to do against a very bad team like that. Because they're not a good team, Washington, especially now Chase Young is hurt. You have a huge chance to take advantage. Just destroy them, and I believe they will. You know, if you want to prove that you guys are true contenders, you got to destroy a bad team right here. There's a huge chance after a bad loss and you're facing a bad team, you have to destroy them. There's no excuses. You cannot win this game close. If I'm Harbaugh, I would be pissed if the Ravens win this game. Um, if, it, if they win this game um, by like, maybe like 10 or 7. If the game was close and they win, I'd be pissed if I was Harbaugh. They could say, oh, but it wins a win. No, no, you have to destroy them. You have to destroy them. No mercy. None of that. None. You have to go out there and go for the kill. That's what you have to do. After losing to a really good team, now you're facing a really bad team. Take advantage. Can't make mistakes against them. Because if the Ravens somehow lose to Washington, they're not real contenders then. If you say, oh, it's only week four. No, you're not real contenders. If you can't beat them... You're just proving that you can't bounce back from a tough loss. You just you're proving that. You're proving how your season's gonna go. When, once you suffer a loss to a good team and then you lose to a bad team, you ain't going anywhere. You'll probably make it to the playoffs still, but you ain't going nowhere. That's all I'm saying. If I'm Harbaugh and if they win the game close, I would be pissed. I would be pissed. Okay, all right, next game right here. <laughs> Got the Arizona Cardinals against the Carolina Panthers. So, the Cardinals are coming off a tough loss to Detroit, while the Panthers are coming off a huge win over the Chargers. So, there is, you know, a lot right here. Can the Panthers stay consistent and go 2-2, two and two, or can the Cardinals bounce back from a tough loss and go 3-1? and one? So, on the Cardinals, it's kind of like reverse for like them, like how it was with the Ravens. Like how the Ravens lost to a good team, and now they're playing... A bad team this week. Like the Cardinals lost to a bad team, and now they're playing. You could say the Panthers. The Panthers are a good team, despite them being one and two. Like how the Chargers are one and two. The Panthers are not a bad team. They're an okay team. So right now it's like kind of like revert in reverse for the Cardinals. I am, I am gonna pick the Cardinals to bounce back in this game. I felt like Kyler Murray had a very bad game against Detroit. Three interceptions. He just eh. he made some good plays, but those interceptions will come back to haunt you. You can't do that against bad teams. That's what I'm trying. That's the point I'm trying to make. You cannot do that against bad teams. You cannot make mistakes like that. Mistakes do happen against good teams. Well, it's expected to happen against good teams. Against bad teams like Detroit. Uh, I mean, come on. That that's in the back of your mind, right? You're thinking like, wow, we really lost to a, a bad team like the Lions. It's like, come on, a team with with Mac Patricia as the head coach, and they've been terrible ever since he's been the head coach. I mean, come on. 
Like, seriously. But I'm going with the Cardinals to bounce back in this one, and let's see if they do. All right, here's our last 1 o'clock game of the week. We've got the two 0-3 teams, the Minnesota Vikings and the Houston Texans. Now, man, I really did not expect these two teams to be 0-3. We know the Texans' O-line is not good. We know after trading the DeAndre Hopkins, we knew they weren't going to be as good on offense, obviously, especially with that O-line. The Texans' defense does need some help. I would admit that. We know they were going to sign Earl Thomas, but that, that didn't happen now. And we know the Vikings. And we know the Vikings now. They've just... Um... I mean, I thought I thought they were going to downgrade a little bit after losing Stephon Diggs. But I didn't think it was going to be this bad. Like, Kirk Cousins hasn't looked good. He's made a lot of mistakes this season so far. After having a pretty good season last year. And getting a playoff win. I thought they were going to have a good year, the Vikings. Like, okay, like an okay year. Not like a good year. But, like, I didn't expect them to be terrible. They were just 0-3. It's like, really? After last year? I mean, I understand losing Diggs was a tough loss and losing Everson Griffin on defense. But... They've just looked bad. I mean, they came close to beating the Titans, but I don't know. I mean, it's just I don't know. I'm going to go with the Texans. I think that, I believe the Texans are going to get their first win of the year. So it's going to be kind of weird to see the Vikings at 0-4, despite you know how they played last year and how the way they played the last couple of seasons. It's just going to be crazy to see that. But um. I don't know. It's just weird seeing these two teams at 0 3. I did not expect that at all. Maybe like maybe like 1 and 2, but not 0 3. It's just like, wow. <laughs> it's crazy. But we'll see what happens. I got the Texans in this game, though. All right, we got a few more games to talk about right here. We got, let's see, how many games? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. So, five more games to talk about. We got the New York Giants and the L.A. Rams. The Rams are 12-and-a-half favorites to win this game. The Rams should be 3-0. and They should be 3-0. and They were down 28-3 to the Bills, and they came all the way back, took the lead 32-28. They did get screwed on a pass interference call. It did cost them the game, and the Bills wound up winning 35-32. The Bills just escaped right there. They just escaped. The Rams. And that's <laughs> all the memes. Like, uh, of the Bills choking, they show the Falcons logo, and then at the end it's a psych with the Bills logo, you know, showing they weren't going to choke like the Falcons. I mean, they did, but they hung on. They were able to bounce back and win the game. Oh, man, that would have really hurt the Bills' season. Despite them, they would have been 2 and 1. That would really hurt their season right there. So they're still lucky to be undefeated. We'll talk about their game in just a, a few minutes, but, you know, no no shame to the Rams, in my opinion, but they shouldn't be complaining or pass interference call, you know, when they got lucky against the Saints back in the 2018 season, in the playoffs, I mean, that year, in the playoffs. You know what I mean? Like, um, they shouldn't be complaining about that. I mean, they're allowed to, but it's just like, uh, you know, karma hurts. Palmer does hurt a little bit. I do believe they are going to bounce back and beat the Giants. They got the Rams in this one. They're, they're high favorites as well. And on paper, they should definitely destroy the Giants. Definitely should. They definitely should. It's going to be 
interesting game, you know. I like what I've seen from Goff this year, you know. Like I mentioned before, how last year Goff had a rough year, and he needs to bounce back. And so far, he has bounced back. He's looked, he's looked good. He's looked good. You're facing a bad Giants team. You should be by the end of the week. You should be three and one. That's what I believe right there. All right, a couple more games right here. We got the New England Patriots, classic game right here. New England Patriots and the Kansas City Chiefs. This game might be the best game of the week, in my opinion. You know, it's not Brady versus Mahomes. It's Newton versus Mahomes, but it's still going to be a very good game. I am going to go with the Chiefs. The Chiefs are the better team, obviously. I'm going to go with the Chiefs. I believe they're going to stay undefeated. But it's going to be a very good game. I can guarantee you that. Kind of like I mentioned, like how the Patriots versus Seahawks was going to be a really good game, and it didn't disappoint. This game, same thing right here. You're not seeing an aging old Tom Brady against Mahomes. You're seeing a new Cam Newton right here, the old Cam Newton from a few years ago. And I am happy for Cam Newton. I seriously am. You know, after all the shit he went through in Carolina and they got rid of him, and New England picked him up, he's had a very good season. He's had a very good season so far. And the thing is, the thing is for the Patriots, um, well, I mean, they beat the Dolphins in the first week, you know, that was kind of expected. Um, they did lose to a good team in the Seahawks, a very good team in the Seahawks. And they beat the Raiders on Sunday. The Raiders, eh, they're kind of questionable when you want to call them a good team or not, even though they are 2-1. and one. It's like, how much longer could that have lasted for the Raiders? So it's kind of like, eh, it's kind of like, eh, in my opinion, so... This is a huge step right here. This is a huge test for Newton and the Patriots. I do believe the Chiefs are going to get the win, but I feel like it, it will be a close game. It definitely will be a close game. I'm not saying it's going to be a blowout at all. It's going to be a really good game between Newton and Mahomes. You know, I don't think there's any shame if the Patriots lose this game, in my opinion, because they can still win the division in a way, because who knows how much lower the Bills can keep it up. Even if not, the Patriots can definitely get a wild card spot. I still believe they will make the playoffs, but... I got the Chiefs in this game. You know, Cam Newton's definitely had a pretty good season so far. I believe he's going to keep it up. He could definitely get comeback player of the year as well. Definitely could. He definitely, definitely could. And I'm rooting for him because I felt bad for him after Carolina got rid of him. They basically said, okay, goodbye. That's a shame right there. It really was. I just hope he keeps it up. I hope he does because I'm rooting for him. I am. I seriously am. All right, so now we got the uh, Buffalo Bills, the undefeated Buffalo Bills, at 3-0 against the Las Vegas Raiders. This game, I feel like, is going to be a pretty good game as well. This is going to be a pretty good game as well between the Bills and the Raiders. Bills are only three-point favorites. Well, because the Raiders, you know, like I said, you know, nobody really knows if they're a good team or they're not. That's just my opinion, you know. They beat the Panthers. They beat the Saints. I mean, the Saints didn't have Michael Thomas, obviously. But the Saints didn't have Michael Thomas against the Packers as well. And, I mean, they did lose to the Patriots. They didn't look good against the Patriots. And I picked the Raiders to win. I seriously thought they were going to still be undefeated. But I was wrong. I was wrong. I admit that I was wrong. I am going to pick the Bills. I believe they're going to stay undefeated. They'll be 4-0 by the end of this week. You know, Josh Allen. You know, despite what a lot of people have said about him, you know... 
he is a good quarterback. He seriously is. He is doing really good this year. Him and Russell Wilson will definitely be up there in the MVP conversation at, towards the end of the year. But I still give it to Russell Wilson. I wouldn't give it to Josh Allen, in my opinion. That's just my opinion right there. You can say whatever you want. I like the kid. I like Josh Allen. But I would give it to Russell Wilson. If I had to vote, if, I, if it was up to me and it was my final vote right there, I'd go Russell Wilson. All, all day. All day. Even if the Bills are in the Super Bowl and say the Seahawks aren't, I'd still go Russell Wilson. I'd still go for him. Because he damn well deserves it, but... Back to this game. It's going to be a good game, in my opinion. I feel like it will be another close one. But I feel like the Bills are going to pull this one out, and they're going to be 4-0. And like I said, if, if they would have truly blown that lead to the Rams and lost, if they would have lost that game, this that would have hurt their season. I don't think they would have been able to bounce back from it. Because that would be in the back of their minds every single game, and I think it would get to them. But they're lucky they, they're lucky they took back the lead and won. They're very, very lucky. So I don't think it's going to affect their season. I don't think it's going to affect their season at all, so I think they're going to be fine. I believe they're going to be 4-0. They're definitely the better team than the Raiders. Definitely are a better team than the Raiders by a, hundred, by a fucking mile. <laughs> but this kid Josh Allen, you know, he was, getting, he was getting called trash by Jalen Ramsey back in 2018. And the two times... The Bills have faced Jalen Ramsey. Um, Josh Allen's beaten him. Beat him back in 2018 when Ramsey was on the Jags. And beat him now with Ramsey on the Rams. So Ramsey, just <laughs> shut your mouth. Keep quiet, piece of shit. <laughs> oh, it's awesome. It's awesome. I love it. I, I love when someone talks shit and then they get proven wrong. When they, when they really talk shit, you know what I mean? Not like that's a joke. But it is what it is. Ramsey's got a big mouth. Just love when he gets proven wrong. Alright, so two more games to talk about. Right here, so I do got the Bills over the Raiders. So two more games. Sunday Night Football right here. The Philadelphia Eagles and the San Francisco 49ers. Alright, so I was, like I mentioned before, like with the Eagles and the Bengals, I was really surprised the game ended in a tie. Especially the Eagles right here. I mean, even Wentz did not look good against the Bengals, which is not... It's a bad sign. It's not a good sign right there. It's not a good sign right there to tie with the Bengals. Especially Carson Wentz still does not look good. It does not look right this year. You know, they had the 17-0 lead... Over the um, over Washington, and they blew that game, and wound up losing. And then they looked terrible against the Rams, especially Carson Wentz was getting booed with no fans in the crowd. They put the boo effect on him, like oh my god, that's one way to fuck with his mentality. <laughs> and then they tie with the Bengals. They should have beaten the Bengals. In all seriousness, they should have beaten them. They should have wiped the floor with them. I mean, come on. Everybody talks about Carson Wentz being better than Dak. Are you out of your mind? Carson Wentz had one good season. That was it. Ever since then, he's not been the same. He's had one injury back in 2017. Ever since then, when he's played, he has not been the same quarterback. Eagle fans have to always worry if he's going to get hurt in any of the games. He can get hurt against the 49ers. I'm not trying to put that out there. I'm just saying reality. So 
So please, the Eagle fan, if Eagle fans are listening to this, I'm not wishing any injury on Carson Wentz. I'm wishing him a lot of success. I wish everybody in the NFL, even Jalen Ramsey, who I can't stand, I wish him success. I wish everybody success in sports. No matter who that person is, I wish them success. I do. But it's just reality. He has not been the same quarterback since 2017. He has not been the same. I'm going to go with the 49ers in this game, by the way. Even with Nick Mullins as the quarterback, and he looked good against a very bad Giants team. You know, we'll see when Jimmy G comes back. You know, the 49ers, I believe, will be 3-1. and one. But down the line, the 49ers, when they're facing good teams, you need Jimmy G and George Kittle. Because now they just lost Jordan Reed for six to eight weeks. It's not good. Especially the defense, too. When you start facing really good teams, it's going to be really, really, really tough. It's going to be. You know, it really is a shame. Maybe the Eagles need to start Jalen Hurts. Maybe you have to give him a chance. You drafted him for a reason. That does kind of that does say something right there. It's kind of like how the Packers drafted Jordan Love, and Aaron Rodgers has really stepped up since they did that. They're three and zero. The Eagles, they're zero two and one. Carson Wentz has not stepped up. I think that lit a, a fire under um, Aaron Rodgers when the Packers did that, and they're three and zero. And we're gonna talk about them in a minute. You know, and the Eagles. That is not. It just, I don't know. I feel like Carson Wentz is not fueled right there. I mean, that should have fueled a fire under him after Jalen Hurts was drafted. It has not worked out. The Eagles legit, legit, they should be 2-1. and one. They should have beaten Washington. The Rams lost, that's whatever. And they should have beaten the Bengals. They should have definitely beaten the Bengals. I mean, I, I don't feel bad for Eagle fans in general because they talk the most shit. They don't give a fuck what they say. They, don't, they, just, they just go off. They don't care. I don't, feel any, I don't feel any sympathy for them. I just don't. I feel sympathy for Carson Wentz. I will admit I do. But the whole argument that Carson Wentz is better than Prescott needs to end. It needs to end. Seriously. Because, oh, Wentz has a ring. Yeah, he's got a ring in a game he didn't play in. So, okay, he didn't earn that ring right there. Nick Foles won that ring right there. Not Carson Wentz. Would Carson Wentz still won the Super Bowl ring despite, even if he wouldn't have gotten hurt? I think absolutely he would have, of course, because that year was his year. It was definitely his year right there. If he doesn't get hurt, he probably wins MVP. He probably gets considered more to win MVP if he didn't get hurt against uh, L.A. Definitely. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. I'm not a Carson Wentz hater. I don't like the Eagles. I hate the fucking Eagles. I probably hate them more than I hate the Giants. Washington, I really don't hate that much, but it's just I hate Eagle fans in general. They're just a bunch of idiots. They just are. They are. They'll probably admit that they're idiots. They say the most craziest shit. They're just idiots. It's just the truth, you know. And I feel bad for Wentz. I really do because, you know, he's got the injury problems. You know, it really is a shame. After 2017, it's just he he hasn't been the same quarterback. Just hasn't been. He got hurt in 2018. It was after the, he played my Dallas Cowboys. I think it was December 9th, that game. And after that, he was out for the rest of the season. Nick Foles carried the Eagles to the playoffs again. Well, not, not again. He didn't carry them to the playoffs. He carried them to the playoffs. He carried them in the playoffs the year before, I meant to say. And then uh, last year, Carson Wentz, he played the whole season until he got hurt in the wild card game against uh, Seattle. He just can't stay healthy. I mean, right now, does he? do I think he's healthy? I think he is healthy, in my opinion. But with that Eagles O-line being so terrible, he ain't going to be healthy for too much longer if that if they don't fix that O-line. Or if the O-line just doesn't step up in general. 
but it is what it is. But I got the 49ers in this game. All right, last game to talk about, we got the Atlanta Falcons, the winless Atlanta Falcons against the undefeated Green Bay Packers. Um, in my opinion, I think um, Packers are definitely going to win. I'm going to go with the Packers. I believe they're going to stay undefeated as well. Um, with Atlanta, you know what? I got to feel – I feel for Atlanta. I seriously do. I feel for the Atlanta Falcon fans. 100% I do. They just – can't win these fucking games right here. Ever since they choked in the Super Bowl, they're cursed. They are just cursed. It really is a shame. Ever ever since they lost the Super Bowl, they have been cursed. Ever since they blew that 20 to 3 lead. Because back to back weeks they've blown big leads, you know, 29 to 10 and 39 24 against my Dallas Cowboys. And then 26-10 over the Bears. I, I just... It's bad. It's seriously, seriously bad. And like I said with the Packers, ever since they drafted Jordan Love, that really has fueled the fire under Aaron Rodgers. I believe it has. I definitely believe it has. So I'm going to go with the Packers in this one. I believe they're going to be 4-0. And in my opinion, if the Falcons lose this game, maybe Dan Quinn gets fired. Maybe they need a change. Maybe they need a change. Maybe they need a change. That's just how I feel right there. I think they need a change. But, um, to see what happens. Maybe they need to get rid of Dan Quinn. You know, and I feel like he's been, I don't think he's a terrible coach, but maybe they just need a change right there. Maybe they need a change from Matt Ryan. Even though Matt Ryan's been a good quarterback, maybe they just need to change a lot of things out there. We know their defense is horrible. Their offense is good. The Falcons have a good offense. It's just a shame they can't hold on to leads. They just curse right there. Imagine they get a big lead against Green Bay and they blow it. Like, I mean, that's kind of, well, Green Bay could definitely come back by a lot. With Aaron Rodgers, come on. Come on. You can't doubt him. Because, believe me, you doubt him, you'll definitely be proven wrong. But I got the Packers in this one. It's going to be an interesting week. It's going to be an interesting week. I feel like we're going to see, like, a lot of teams, like, which teams are the pretenders and which teams are the contenders. I believe we're going to see a lot of that this week. But all right, guys, I hope you guys enjoy this episode right here. There, will, there actually will be two episodes tomorrow. I'll be talking about the New York Rangers buying out Henrik Lundqvist. A lot to talk about there. And my AEW Dynamite review. There's a lot to talk about tomorrow, guys. hope you guys enjoy this episode. And I will talk to you guys tomorrow morning. Talk to you then.